This is Bob Cudmore with the story behind the story about my column in Focus on History, the Daily Gazette, that ran on March 24th, titled Holly Hughes, Hall of Fame Horse Trainer from Amsterdam. This is a story, I mean, the life of Holly Hughes, that uh, a lot of folks have worked on and done research on. So there's uh, there's a lot out there, and uh, since my you know column has a, a certain length, I did indeed uh, leave out quite a bit. Let's uh, sort of chat our way through the column. Holly Hughes was born in 1888 on a farm. He grew up on a farm himself, a few miles from carpet manufacturer Stephen Sanford's Hurricana Farm, which was a breeding ground for thoroughbred horses. And it was called Hurricana because it was, it was or is on a windswept hill in the town of Amsterdam. The location now is the commercial center, really, of the town of Amsterdam. Many big box stores are there, but there's just enough of the farm left, and there's a preservation group involved in that. We'll get to that in a couple of minutes. Uh, But back to Holly Hughes, born on a farm. His parents were Edgar and Almeida Miller Hughes. And the story is told by Holly that his mother took him to Hurricane Farm, which later became Sanford Stud Farm. I hope you're able to follow this uh, bouncing ball. Uh, so he, his mother took him to the farm when he was a little kid, said to be six years old, and he said he fell in love with thoroughbreds then. At 15, he was hired as an apprentice, uh, an apprentice to trainer Will Hayward. In those days, uh, horses were walked each summer from the Amsterdam farm to Saratoga Racetrack. That's a whole story in and of itself because uh, Holly Hughes uh, did a lot of interviews during his life, and he talked to a man named Alex Robb who wrote a book called The Sanfords of Amsterdam, and he talked about uh, uh, walking the horses. It's just sort of a nice slice of life. I mean, this this like herd of horses being walked because they were valuable horses. And I guess they would ride them sometimes and the jockeys would get off them uh, and they would just lead them so they wouldn't tire them out too much on the long trek up to uh, Saratoga Springs. So that uh, story is found in Alex Robb's book, The Sanfords of Amsterdam. And if I haven't mentioned it, I mean, the Sanfords were rich people uh, by, the, by this time uh, who... Uh, owned a carpet mill in uh, Amsterdam, and the carpet mill was very successful, uh, Sanford and Sons. Uh, Later, it became known as Bigelow Sanford. All right, so we go back to Holly Hughes. He's walking the horses, and he's coming up through the ranks of groom, foreman, and assistant trainer. The trainer died, this uh, Will Hayward, in 1914, and then uh, Hughes was appointed head trainer by the Sanfords at age 26. Stephen Sanford, the one who started the horse farm, had died in 1913, leaving, as I said, they were rich people, leaving an estate of $38 million to his son, John. Hughes, by then, had married Anne Mitchell of uh, Amsterdam, began working for John Sanford, and John's son, who was named Stephen, but was mainly known as Laddie, Laddie Sanford. Hughes trained George Smith, and I believe it's a horse, and I think he was one of the first um, pundits of the race course, the the real human George Smith. That's why they named the horse George Smith. But anyway, 
Hughes trained George Smith the horse. The horse won the 1916 Kentucky Derby, bearing the Sanford colors, purple and gold, which are still the school colors of my alma mater, Amsterdam High School. Holly Hughes, however, was not in Kentucky when the race was run. He was on his way to Europe, already serving in the U.S. Army because World War I, America was about to enter that then the following year. Years later, Hughes told this little story about John Sanford. Hughes said he found a horse named Snob that he thought would really have a good chance at winning the Kentucky Derby, but he couldn't get John Sanford interested in it. Uh, Sanford said, I won one Kentucky Derby. I have no desire to win another. Hughes trained jumping horses in particular for the Sanfords. Uh, That's what they wanted. Uh, And the jumping horses won many steeplechase races, including the American Grand National. Hughes arranged for Laddie Sanford, you know, the young man who was kind of a playboy at this point, uh, arranged for him to purchase Sergeant Murphy, which was a horse, over in England. The horse won the English Grand National, a big uh, steeplechase, it's miles long, in 1923. That was a first for an American owner. I believe the, the king might have been in the audience when this uh, uh, this happened. Uh, and I also uh, recall that uh, Laddie Sanford then had his picture on Time magazine because it was so unusual for an American horse owner to win this prestigious British race. Holly Hughes once told a reporter, uh, you know, about training horses, that 90% of horses are no good for racing. He said, horses will flatter you at first, but then the novelty wears off running. Hughes said, there are few who will try. They're like people. That's what makes a racehorse, trying. A tragic event in Amsterdam racing history was the uh, January 1939 fire at Sanford Stud Farm on Route 30. I mean, um, Hughes lived at the farm uh, through the years. Uh, The fire killed 25 horses. The fire started when a stable hand disposed of a cigarette. Holly Hughes estimated the financial loss at $200,000. And then there was, I found this interesting long newspaper story from the Amsterdam Recorder about the death of John Sanford, and it relates to Holly Hughes because Hughes was there. Hughes and Sanford's valet, William Burley, were at John Sanford's bedside at the Gideon Putnam Hotel in Saratoga Springs in 1939, you know, the same year as the fire, but it was eight months later uh, that Sanford died at the hotel. He'd been sick for some time. Let me see, let me just go over to the original source here. When Sanford was dying, or, you know, they didn't actually know that he was dying, there's a, there's a story that the newspaper reports that Sanford asked, uh, you know, Holly was about to leave, I guess I'm stumbling around here, uh, the bedside and go back to the farm, but Sanford said, couldn't you stay a while? And he agreed, yes, I'll stay a while, and uh, that's when he passed away. His family was nowhere around. I mean, his children were all, I think most of them were in Europe, you know, even though war was about to break out. Uh, and I think uh, Laddie Sanford was on his way back to America on board a, you know, a luxury liner. So, and his wife had died years before. So, you know, the people closest to him were his 
uh, trainer because John Sanford, I think, really loved the horse racing more than he loved the carpet business and uh, his valet. Well, after um, John Sanford died, Hughes continued to be the head trainer for the Sanfords. Uh, Laddie basically took over. Uh, his two sisters also had an interest in the, you know, their fa- their family members, and they were part owners. I'm not really sure they had much to do with the uh, horse farm, but Laddie liked it. And among the jockeys that Holly Hughes worked with was Amsterdam native Lou Hildebrand, who wrote a book about his career called Riders Up. Hildebrand rode the Hughes-trained horse Roundview to victory in the Monmouth Handicap in New Jersey and the Flamingo in Florida. Holly Hughes, all told, won more than 20 stakes races, you know, big, important races. According to Hildebrandt, Hughes was an astute real estate investor, buying property around Linwood, Long Island, where he lived during World War II, selling the property after the war. Hughes was a fixture during the summer racing meet in Saratoga into the 1970s, always staying in the same cottage. He was inducted into the National Museum of Racing's Hall of Fame in 1973. He was kind of a go-to guy for the reporters, you know, somebody who had a long association with racing at, at Saratoga, so they kind of asked him historical questions. Hughes retired in 1975 at age 87. The Sanfords sold their Amsterdam horse farm in 1976. Hughes died at age 92 in 1981. At the time, he was living in East Rockaway on Long Island. He was buried, though, at St. Mary's Cemetery in Fort Johnson near Amsterdam. The Friends of Sanford Stud Farm is the preservation group I mentioned at the beginning of the piece. Uh, they've conducted fundraising efforts to preserve what's left of the farm. Most of it's been taken away in their stores there, but there are at least two big barns uh, remaining at the former horse farm that they've uh, restored, and they're looking for a public use for them, and they hold public events there. And that's the story behind the story. I better stop before I run. We don't actually use tape anymore, but I better stop before the digital thing runs out. I'm Bob Cudmore.